Well, welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We're going to continue our coverage of the, the upcoming Friday week one games. Uh, we, had, we got a coach that's already played a little week zero game, and that's uh, Coach Edeker from the Waco Warriors. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, you you had you played an impressive game against a, a highly state-ranked opponent that uh, also played very well. Uh, I, I, I tip my hat to Southeast Warren. They were Looked like a fantastic team, but man, you guys just look like a juggernaut. Well, I don't go that far yet. We're still week zero. We got a lot of things. I mean, Darren, we played well. Uh, we really did. And you know, as you watch the tape, there's always things to correct, and we, and we were able to, you know, work on those this week, hopefully. And you know, Southeast Warren did a very nice job. They changed a lot of stuff. You know, we got three tapes and from from Coach Roland and from last year, and and we thought we had a very good game plan going in against them, and they did absolutely nothing the same. Uh, they ran a 3-2 with a safety every game last year, and they came out and ran a 4-4 against us with no safety. And offensively, I could, I kept watching their film thinking they would double-team and do some things, and they didn't double-team on tape once. And they came out Friday night or Saturday night and double-teamed us on every play of the game. So, uh, you know, our kids did a great job of adapting. You know, our D-linemen, we didn't work on double teams all week because we hadn't seen it on tape. We just didn't think they were going to do it. They looked to be a, just a great base, you know, base-blocking team. And they came out and double-teamed um, all of our D-linemen every play. And, you know, our D-linemen did a nice job of, of recovering to that uh, and, and starting to split some double teams and make some plays. So they got some yards in the first half as we, we did some adjustments to that. But our defense did a really nice job of, of keeping them, um, you know, keeping the score down. They made them, we made them drive the entire length of the field to score, and they did twice. They scored 14 points on our on our first team varsity defense, and they drove the length of the field. They were they did a nice job of that. But I thought our defense did a great job of of you know adapting and taking things away and, and making them drive the field. Not too many. High school teams can drive 65 yards without a penalty, without a sack, without a, a fumble snap, all that kind of stuff. And and they did a nice job of it. Well, uh, I think if Southeast Warren uh, fights for every inch like they did in this game, and they fought you for every inch of yards you got, and, and uh, they fought for every inch of yardage that they got, I think they'll bode well and do a, a very successful season, don't you? They will. That'll be an interesting game next week. They get Audubon, who played Winfield in the first game, and That'll be an interesting game next week against them because you know, Southeast Warren's big. Uh, you know those, those front three guys. They're, they're center. I don't. I'm terrible with names. I was a numbers guy. Uh, you know number 46. They're center. I mean he's six eight two forty, and he did a great job of using leverage and getting under our pads and getting our deep, our nose guard stood up and moving backwards. So uh, you know even at six eight, he did a really good job of leverage. Uh, you know the other two linemen did a really nice job. And, and I'm a big proponent of double teams. We double team every play also. So, I mean, I started watching the tape and watching the double teams. I'm like, oh, that's what I like to see there. That's nice. But then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not supposed to be watching their offense. I'm supposed to be watching our defense. So <laughs> we got to keep working here. So, yeah, I, I like what they do. Well, uh, both uh, Winfield Mount Union and Audubon and your game were uh, they were, were both excellent football games, but they were a bit of a fist fight too, weren't they? They were. You know, and our kids did a great job, you know, offensively. You know, they came out in a forefront. You know, we, we worked out a three all, year, all week because that is what they ran last year. I listened to Coach Roland on your show the week before, and he did a very nice job of disguising what they were going to do because he talked 
about who was going to play safety for them and their two linebackers and, you know, their, their three down linemen and, and on all that stuff he talked about. And then they come out and run a totally different defense. So he, he used, he used your show to try to deke me a little, but our kids reacted really well. It took a, a drive or two. Uh, you know, we didn't move the ball on the ground real well at first, but thankfully Isaac came out and threw the ball real well. Uh, you know, he had Odie for a, a touchdown early and then he hit Simeon for a second one. Um, you know, they came out and, and crowded the box and said, you have to throw the ball. And Isaac did a great job of it. Our line protected really well. I mean, you know, we went eight for nine with three touchdowns and one interception. Um, and that interception was late in the half. We were just trying to get down into field goal range quick. And Isaac forced the ball he shouldn't have. Uh, but other than that, we, we were right on the money. Our routes were good. Our ball was where it needed to be to be caught. Uh, we did a, a great job throwing the ball. You know, if we can go 89% passing every game, we'll be pretty good. Well, Oswald, uh, two things about him. One, I thought he was the player that was the most improved from last year to this year of the players that I was familiar with. And two, I thought he was the best quarterback of the four that I saw. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He, he really throws a good ball. And I think last year as a, as a junior, he was a little nervous, wasn't quite sure. I think he's very confident this year. He, he knows what's going to, you know, what's going to happen. Um He's going to throw a couple more interceptions. You know, last year at what well, he threw ten touchdowns and zero picks, and I was super happy with that. But he did it because he was very conservative. I mean, he was not going to put a ball where it, it shouldn't be. He he was just going to hold it, and and that was fine because with our defense last year, we'll hold it, we'll punt, we'll play. You know, this year I think he's a little more aggressive. He he feels more comfortable in the spot. Uh, you know, he's not worried about me getting upset with him and pulling him or doing that kind of stuff. He's just playing. He knows he's he's the quarterback. Uh, and it showed. I mean, he did a really nice job of putting the ball where it was supposed to be. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I really – I was wondering how our pass protection would be because we don't, we don't work on it a ton in practice. We do some, obviously. But we're a running team. And I thought our, our offensive line did a really nice job of pass protecting. I mean, on the one interception ball, we tried to go deep and had to make him hold it a little longer. And then it broke down a little, but otherwise we did a really nice job of, of pass protecting. Well, he was uh, rolling out and uh, we, we, Scotty and I used the word gambling. He, he was, he had more of a gambler's mentality in this game than I've ever seen him before, but his, he had a real tight uh, spiral and uh, he had more velocity on the ball. You know, a lot of those guys were throwing accurate passes, but they're a little loop-de-loops, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, but we weren't seeing that for, out of Oswald. We were seeing the great end, uh, Scott and I also saw the, the potential that you guys have to pass the ball and to move the ball that way. And uh, uh, with everybody keying on uh, on Reichenbach, uh, I think uh, you could use him as a decoy because you seem to have some other guys who are very capable of moving the ball. And you did spread the ball around maybe a little bit more than, than last year. Uh, oh, yeah. We had, we had five guys catch balls. I mean, Simeon caught one of them. We had four other people besides Simeon catch balls. Ty had two. Mason had two. Odie had two. Uh, you know, Loudon had one. I mean, those are all guys that are, you know, the more we can spread it around, the more teams have to prepare for other than, hey, where is 22 um, is better for us. And I thought we did a really good job of that last night or Saturday night. Well, I thought Mason ran some great routes and got open, uh, showed some good hands and some ability to, to make big plays and get them. Uh, uh, he, he's a weapon. Yeah, he's you know he was mostly uh, mostly a D back last year for us. He played some offense, but we didn't use him a whole lot. We have looked to to put some plays in to get him the ball more, and and you know it, it 
it really comes from the fact that our offensive line does a great job of running our base run plays. So in practice, we don't have to spend a lot of time working on the base run game. We have that down. We're working, you know, we work on it every day, 10, 15 minutes, and we're done. And it gives us more practice time to really work on our passing game and some some exotic stuff that we didn't show yet. But, you know, we, we can have some more stuff in our bag. We're going to look pretty vanilla here for the first four or five weeks. And we get to the heart of our season, we might have some more stuff for people. Well, I was able to – I believe his name was Coach Wooten. He was the, the coach of the uh, St. Mary's uh, – Martinsdale-St. Mary's uh, Blue Devils. Yep, and uh, I asked him, I says, are you, you know, a, a pass-oriented team? Are you a run-oriented team? He says, well, last year we had the talent to be a pass-oriented team. We had a quarterback with a big arm and a lot of experience and and four four guys that could get the ball. So we threw the ball a lot. This year we have the talent to run a lot. So we're probably going to be a, a run-oriented team. He says, I'm not married to uh, any style, uh, but, I, I, you know, I, I just uh, see what my players have and utilize. Now, I don't know if if you've had the capacity to to throw the ball like you did uh, against uh, uh, Southeast Warren, but uh, uh, you, you you seem to have more trips tricks in your bag this year than you did last year. We're going to see a more uh, multi uh, uh, offense than we did last year. I used to script everything, and and you know we had these ten plays to start with, and all this stuff. I just call what's working now. Yeah, we're gonna. You'll see. You know if. If they want to put eight people in the box, we will throw the ball. If they want to put some safeties back and, and try to cover, we'll we'll run the ball. We'll 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 be very multiple this year. Yes. Yeah. Well, you look really really good, uh, and we could talk about it all day long, but we we probably better switch over and talk about uh, looking forward a little bit. Let's talk about the uh, let's let's talk about uh, Springdale. And uh, Springfield, Springfield's a tough one. Uh, and what I mean by that is we have no no information on it. They did not play a week zero game. Uh, they lost a lot from last year. Their two, their two main offensive threats, uh, both graduated. So they have four kids that played some last year back, uh, but I don't know where they're going to play them at because, like I said, the majority of their offense went through two kids last year, and those two are both gone. So you know, we got some some base formations and. Some, some plays that they've run over the last couple of years. We had last year's scouting report and, and then sort of watched some tape from the end of the year and sort of saw what was going on. And, you know, so we're really concentrating hard on ourselves this week. Uh, you know, we're working on base alignments for defense. I told the kids in practice, I said, it doesn't matter what they ran on tape because they're going to run something different against us. It's happened to us the last four or five games at the end of last year into the playoffs. And then again this week, what teams have run on tape is different than what they're running against us. So we're going to just start, keep working on preparing for anything and everything. I know it's a lot of information to do, but I mean, we're just going to keep working on on trying to be ready to adjust and, and be more adaptive than have one thing that we got to prepare for. And I think we'll do it. Our kids will respond to it. I mean, they did a really good job the second half last week of coming out. You know, we only had two plays in the sec- in the third quarter because we adapted really quick and broke two big long plays and, and I mean, it'll it'll be it'll be an interesting game. I just don't know what to think of it. It's a home opener. We have a good crowd, and and we're excited for it. Yeah. So, uh, how can our listeners follow this game on the radio through YouTube streaming services? You did a great job with the YouTube up there in Martinsdale. That was a, something new uh, as far as going on the road and show and shooting video. It, it was good. It, it's going to be better. Uh, our camera. We couldn't get our camera to connect to our computer, so we had to film that one with an iPad. 
so you could see it, but it wasn't like it should have been. Uh, it'll be better here at home. We know we got the camera that we can connect to the uh, to the thing, so we'll have a much better picture quality. The sound will be the same. It'll be Waco Warriors Live on YouTube. And uh, Paul Kissel, who's a, a math teacher and basketball coach here at, at Waco, does our play-by-play. He does a – I take that back. He's our PA announcer at home, so uh, home games he won't be on the play-by-play, but he'll still be on the same channel. Um, it'll be on Waco Warriors Live, and, and it'll all be there. And they do a really nice job with the production of it, and, and they've run some commercials that are that are really super. And I know you're not interested in commercials. You want to see the game, but, I mean, it – Well, I'm interested in the commercials. Those – you know, look uh, – that, that's how you that's how you have games you know what i mean it, it takes all these small businesses around here to contribute you know uh otherwise there wouldn't be any coverage and i i'm super happy to talk about the ads and the sponsors yep exactly right they do a great job we have a a, a very good booster club and a, and a very good supporting uh community here that that allows us to broadcast that i know grandparents and stuff that don't live in the area love the, the warrior cast and and you know it's it's something we just provide for them, and it, it's it's really nice. Yeah, the Warrior Cast is a is a great resource for, you know, there's always those grandparents or the aunt and uncles that want to keep up with their, you know, with their nephews and their grandkids, but they don't live close, you know, so yep. they can tune in and and be a part of that kid's life and growing up, and uh, so that yep. that's a, a big plus. Uh, well, let me let me uh, uh, I got an area where I'd, I'd like to see you improve if you would allow me. Sure. Uh, I thought you might have uh, committed a, uh, an average amount of penalties for a first game. You know, a lot of guys are, are teed up and maybe going offside a little bit. But uh, uh, did you think there was a – Yeah, we jumped way, way too many times. We had too many false starts. We had a face mask or two. We had a face mask and something else that just sort of happened in the flow of the game and, and happened. But the, the false starts we – not the false starts, but the encroachments, the offsides, we have to, to fix those. Those can't happen. And, you know, that was number one on the, the fixed list when we started talking practice yesterday. Well, uh, that Southeast uh, uh, Warren's quarterback was doing some great hard counts and, and varying things up, and I think that that was a big contributor. Uh, it was, but you still can't jump. It doesn't matter. He can be the best quarterback in the world at that. We can't jump on that, and we're working on that. You are – that is – you know, as you can tell, that is one thing I didn't bring up, but it was something that, that sticks in my craw. That, that can't happen. Well, you know, but I mean, to have some some of that in game one is is one thing. Having it in game nine is a different. Yep, you know. exactly. There you but, go. Alert. But exactly you know, right. it's it's the first game of the year, and uh, uh, well, let's uh, let's go back and talk about Simeon's uh, performance. That was uh, he he just looked he looked almost like an NFL player. He did really nice. His numbers aren't great. He didn't get the two seventy eight that Cam got, but you know, we spread it around pretty good. Uh, you know, he ended up with 87 yards rushing and, and, and 40-some yards receiving, you know, 130 total a day, four touchdowns. Uh, he just does such a good job. He, he understands our, our scheme, does a nice job of running it, and he is so tough for one kid to break down. Uh, you know, on his touchdown pass and the swing pass, that you know, they had their linebacker sitting right there on him, came out, made a play, went to tackle him, Stimmy just stiff-armed him, pushed him away, and was down the sideline. Uh, you know, he, he does a lot of quiet things. You know, they're wrong. He gets the ball a lot, and he is—he's impressive when he runs. But you know, he—you know—he punts for us, he kicks off for us, he does—he does our PATs. You know, and he just sort of does it unassumingly, and 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 does a nice job at all of it. And and you know, he's great to have on the team. He's—he's uh, he's gonna make some college very happy next year when he gets there to play for him. He is a—he uh, 
He's the kind of player that can make an average coach look like a genius. You are correct. The ball to him is a good choice. Well, uh, there was another play I wanted to ask you about. Uh, you had a receiver, and it wasn't Simeon, I don't believe, but your quarterback was in a little trouble, and uh, he came back and got a ball. And, uh, uh, Tight actually that would have been. We, we had a little boot pay. Yeah. Um, that was a really smart play, and and uh, yeah. uh, that was a big play, too. Ty, Ty's a very – Ty's one of those kids that we talked about all year where he's a very good player for us and didn't get much playing time behind last year because – he played the exact same position on both offense and defense as Jonah Clark. Uh, so there wasn't a whole lot of playing time available. Jonah is, is pretty stinking good. And, and Ty is one of those kids that's going to show how good he is now that he gets on the field. Uh, he did a real nice job at defensive end for us, uh, caused some pressure. He didn't get a sack, but he was he was in there and um, caught a couple balls. He's a big part of our running game. I mean, you're going to see a lot from Ty this year. Well, uh, Scott and I were picking out uh, uh, players of the game, defensive player of the game, uh, and uh, we were both impressed with two players in particular, Deers, of course, and uh, maybe he did have the better stats. Uh, I I went with Lichty. I just thought he was uh, in the right place a lot of times. Maybe he didn't get the tackle, but maybe he forced the guy into another route or something. Uh, uh, I thought he played a pretty good game. Tell us a little bit about some of your defensive stars. I'd say Deers and Lichty are great. You know, Loud Housing Gay had a, a great game for us too. But you're right with Colton. Colton, and it's, it's sometimes it's frustrating as a coach because you you try to teach him something and he, and he doesn't quite get it right. But he's always in the right spot. Um, you know, he led us in fumble recoveries last year because the ball was on the ground. He just happened to be sitting there. He's always in the right spot. He does that in basketball too. He has a very high sports IQ. A very smart kid and is always in the right spot to make a play. And what I was really impressed with Colton this year was that on tape, he did a lot of fundamental things correct. Last year, he played some for us as a sophomore, and the fundamentals weren't real good, but he was one of those kids, like we just said, where he was always in the right spot. He was always making plays, so we found a way to get him on the field to get him some experience. Now he has that experience. He's making plays, but he's doing it fundamentally sound. He's doing what we're coaching. He's taking the coaching. He's he's making himself better. And, and yeah, I think he's going to be a, a big contributor for us on defense this year. And, you know, we talked about Drew. Yeah, Drew, Drew's leads our defense. He's in the middle. He's everywhere. He, he's all over the place. He is the heart and soul of it. And uh, he did a great job, too. <laughs> he, he's always amazing. And we were we were really – and how did he – how did he handle this move to, to guard? I, I didn't really see the, the uh, Southeast one really penetrate. He's a big part of our running game. He, he's in the, involved in our double teams. I mean, our line doesn't get a whole lot of credit on the offensive side, but we do the same double team scheme that uh, Southeast Warren was running against us. And, we do, you know, he does a great job of, of moving people, and, and he sort of leads the, the offensive line too. He's a, he's a very good leader for us as a senior and, you know, I'm not going to talk about missing him yet because we still got plenty of games to play with him. So uh, he's been a he's going to be a big part of our team this year. Well, there was one thing I noticed. Uh, I, I saw this in Cam Buffington, and I saw this in in, in uh, Shula Simeon Reichenbach there uh, that uh, both players were very willing to block and very effective at blocking. Uh, they, they just seem like they're players that will just do whatever it takes to win, aren't they? Yeah, that that, that makes Winfield really scary. Uh, you know, I, I told Coach McCarty, I said, I didn't even watch your game. I purposely did not watch your game because I don't want to have to worry about you until week seven. Uh, I don't want to start thinking about how we're going to stop Winfield. In week, you know, when we're in weeks one, two, and three playing other people, 
we don't play them to week seven. So we get to week five or six, I'll start watching tape on them and, and try to figure something out there. But you're right. That makes them very scary players where they help the team get better. And, and that really is going to be a big part for both of us this year. Yeah. Uh, Scotty and I would agree with you. Beating them is going to be a head scratcher for uh, yeah. any team with, uh, you know, I'd about want to have at least uh, the Chicago bears defense or something. <laughs> maybe would be a suggestion, maybe use a tank or some kind of shields or something. Maybe. But, yeah, our kids uh, will be, we'll, we'll be up to task. We'll, we're a long way from that though. But you, some, both your teams look like LV, all these guys ahead of us here first. So. Yeah, you both your teams just look so dominant, and it was a it was a great day for Southeast Iowa. I mean, I think that was uh, we couldn't Southeast Iowa couldn't have started off the year better, and uh, everyone I talked to agreed uh, you had an absolutely excellent one of the best teams in the state last year, and this year you look even better. Well, we're, we're hoping, but we appreciate you guys covering us. Uh, you know, you've done a lot of coverage on this event, and you know it's fun for the kids to to talk about it and and, and talk about the kids and. I appreciate it. Well, it was a great event. It, it highlighted uh, eight-man football. It raised a, a heck of a lot of money for the Martinsdale Community School District, and uh, the there was fans from everywhere. There was coaches, you know, was coaches from Moravia there scouting, coaches from Baxter there scouting. I mean, you know, it was a great place for everybody to get uh, people from, seemed like all around the state came to the game, and uh, nobody was disappointed. That, those were two fantastic games. And, uh, Coach, you're ready to go. I mean, I think, uh, you know, if you could just slow down on some of those uh, penalties, I think you'll be absolutely unstoppable. Well, I don't know if we're unstoppable. We got some work to do, but, yeah, we're, we're, we're trending in the right direction. I'll say that. Your, defense, your defense looks solid, too, and your offense seemed to be in control of the game. And, uh, you know, uh, and like I say, uh, uh, you won't have too many teams as good as Southeast Warren on your schedule, I doubt. Uh, we got our district's not has nothing too too shabby. Our district's pretty good, so we're going to have some games coming. But we'll let's take them one at a time. We'll start with Springville this week. All right. Well, we've been talking to Coach Edeker. Uh, we uh, we're, we're covering the uh, um, the Kinnick game this week, and uh, we'll cool. we'll get over there to to your stadium some sometime. Uh, but uh, uh, I've got an interview with uh, Mark Hendrickson. Have you ever heard of Mark Hendrickson? I have not. Well, he, he he played for he he's he played in 1975. Uh, he played in the state championship game at Kinnick. He was the last uh, on that team, and then he went to you and I, and he was a, a assistant coach for Hayden Fry, and then he was a uh, he, he went on to uh, Georgia Tech as an assistant, won a national championship, and then was the head coach of Western Illinois. So I just wanted to, to mention that uh, tomorrow we'll have a little coverage of him to talk about that season and what it was like as a high school kid to play at Kinnick. It's a, a very, that sounds, that sounds interesting. I have to listen to that one. That's, it's a, that it's a very interesting interview. Well, we're, we try to cover, you know, cover it from every angle that we can and, and try to bring yeah. in some, some talent, but uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on there. And it's always a pleasure to read the ratings after we post your stuff. So good luck this week. And thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me, Dave.